Hello, America. It's time for Uncle Sam Says, podcast number 10, Literacy and the Children's Revolt. Oh, this is a bit different from other podcasts, and and I'm not going to make any excuses. I'm just going to tell you straight up, a lot of folks are going to be real surprised by what I have to say today about literacy. Literacy. How smart are you? Okay, well, listen up right from the radio program. Here is Literacy and the Children's Revolt. Hello, America. It's time for Uncle Sam Says. And I got a lot to talk about, so hope you have your ears on, because I'm going to tell you some things that you really need to know. America needs to understand just how smart do you think you are compared to your founding fathers. How smart do you think they were? Well, today you're going to find out. I'm going to tell you stories along the way here every day so that you'll learn to love and honor the founders of our country. Because if you know how to love and honor them, then you're going to love and honor and revere the documents that they created. Today I want to tell you about America. I love teaching about America. Oh, I know, you're already Americans, and oh, well, most of you are. Today I want to take you all the way back to the 1700s, way before the Revolutionary War. We had about 1,200 miles of very lonely coastline, and we only had 13 pockets of civilization or colonies along that coastline. They were isolated. They were all alone. Their lifeline was Mother England, and England treated them pretty good, at least compared to some other colonies around the world. For instance, did you know that our colonies paid less tax than the people in England? (laughs) Did you know that those ships full of tea in the Boston Harbor, (laughs) that tea wasn't taxed higher? It was actually lower. That's right. That tea was going to cost those patriots less than any tea before. In fact, there wouldn't have been any tax on that tea at all if that stodgy old, uh, his honor, Mr. North, back in England hadn't insisted on keeping just a portion of the original tax. This was the portion that was used to pay the salaries of the colonial governors and the officials and so on. No siree, it wasn't the amount of the tax on the tea. It was something else entirely. And you folks need to know what those colonists were upset about. So, what got their dander up? (laughs) What was it that made them mad enough to risk prison or even worse? Well, if you want to understand that, you need to know a bit more about your forefathers. While you folks have been straining your brain trying to figure out Monday night football, your forefathers were reading some pretty serious books and arguing with each other down at the local pub or tavern. Ignorant farmers? Don't you believe it? These people were more literate than the people in England. Yep, they sure were. You see, in England, they ranged from about 48% literate out in the boondocks and about 74% literate in the cities. Those colonists were rated from 70 to 100%. And that ain't all. They actually read. They read everything they could get their hands on. Paper was scarce and books were precious. So only the best stuff was written. And those colonists read them. Now, I, I don't want to offend anybody. I ain't looking for a fight, 
But you got to know this, and, and it's going to hurt a lot of people when I tell you. But uh, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to say it flat out because it's true, and you got to know it. You people today just aren't as smart as they were in colonial times. There, I said it. And if I have to say it again, I'll say it again, because it's so important that you know what's happening today in America. Now, I promise I'll, I'll give another lesson or two about this, but just know that there is and there has been a genuine full-feathered conspiracy to dumb down our kids since the turn of the last century. It's called the Dumbing Down of America, and it's working. Most Americans just don't know what they don't know. And, and I'm here to bring it to you. I'm here to bring it to you and, and tell you who's responsible for changing our textbooks and, and teaching our kids a bunch of things that just aren't, they aren't right. We got to make it right. Okay, now, our literacy rate is only 77%. That's today in America, right now. Oh, well, some say 99%. And if you go on Google or your, your Internet, you'll, you'll find 99%. But, but that just means they can read traffic signs and such. That 70% that I just told you about, that means they can't read well enough to know how to find information. 77% <laughs> literacy. Uh, literacy competency, I'll put it that way. And it's just awful. Did you know that today one-third of all high school graduates never read another book? Not in their whole lives. And those who graduate from college? <laughs> 42% of those never read another book. They just stare at TV. Their brains go to taffy, to pudding. <sighs> America, your forefathers could read, and they did read, and the books they read were good books from the best minds on earth. Books were precious. And old Abraham Lincoln, he walked for miles just to return a book he'd borrowed. They were precious, and they read. Reading was serious business, and they took it serious. Well, what I'm getting on to is that they read books like uh, The Wealth of Nations by Adam Smith. Now that talks about true wealth, how it's created. And from books like this, they learned what a true capitalist is. And, and that's going to be another lesson, or lessons, lots of lessons on what a real true capitalist is. I'm trying to tell you that these colonists were people of understanding because they were reading the best ideas of their day. They were learning about new ideas of freedom and, and new ideas of personal accountability and agency and, and how they could become wealthy if the government would just leave them alone. <laughs> well, believe you me, they understood government oppression and how tyranny worked in high office. They knew all about that, and all about the rebuttals from the best minds of their time. They spoke to each other. They taught each other. They had come to America to find freedom, and they found it. Because of all of this people-to-people -people interaction, a new spirit was born in America. We began to be called Yankees. An American Yankee was a man who knew who he was, what his rights were, and where they came from. All the world knew that he was not a man to be trifled with. An American Yankee did not like to be told what to do. They did not like authority. Oh, well, yeah, let me give you an example of that resenting authority business. It's the Children's Rebellion. <laughs> It'll just take a minute. I'll get right back to my lesson. Once, in Boston, a group of boys were playing in the snow, and the British soldiers kept tearing down their snow forts.
they brazenly went right up to the British commander-in-chief and complained to him. With their eyes blazing, they laid their wrongs at his feet. He said, Have your fathers been teaching you, too, to rebel? Did they send you to show their feelings? Nobody sent us, sir, but your soldiers have thrown down our forts, broken the ice on our ponds, spoiled our coasts, and we will not stand for it. <laughs> well, General Gage couldn't help laughing at these small boys and promised the soldiers would not bother them any more. Then he said to a nearby officer, Even the children here draw in the love of freedom with the very air they breathe. Ah, that's from General Gage. So, why did the colonists revolt, even when they had it better than their brothers in England so far as taxes were concerned? They wanted freedom, total freedom, freedom from the tyranny of any kind of king. That's why they came to America. Now they studied, and they knew that their rights came from God and not a king. It was a new idea. No one had ever thunk such a thought before. People's rights had always come from their sovereign, their king. A good king gave more rights. A bad king gave fewer rights. The colonists were fed up, and they wanted no king. They just wanted a government that protected the rights that God had already given them. Until tomorrow, remember, you are learning the truth. Tell your friends. Speak with boldness and keep your powder dry.